<laughs> Hello, Stephen Bird. New podcast. The name of the podcast is Bird's Real Choices. Um, this is a new podcast to the air. Hoping everybody enjoyed. Our first topic is grief. And I got my main man Curtis here with me tonight to help me uh bring this new podcast to air. Yo, yo. Curtis in the house. But um this is a serious topic here because with this topic here, um, most people call it grief and loss, but I sort of look at it in a different format. I call it loss and grief. I don't think you can properly grieve about something until you understand what you've lost. Um, I recently lost my mom. Uh, Curtis lost his dad, so we do have that in common, and I think this is a great topic considering the pandemic that we all been going through. Um, no, my mom didn't die from COVID, but she died during the pandemic. So I know a lot of people have lost loved ones and friends and whatever. So we hoping you enjoy this podcast. And, you know, if you like it, subscribe to it. Give us some feedback on it. And um, let's get into it. So, Curtis, um, I met you through my job working at a regal polymer and for my conversation i've come to learn that you've lost your father so um what do you think about the grieving process of losing your dad grieving process is it's a it's an everyday process it ain't it ain't just after the funeral it's it's every day you, you living with memories that ain't going away so you constantly you constantly grieving but is also my personal my personal opinion i feel like it's also a mind thing because you allow yourself to stay stuck in grief like you say if you don't really understand what you lost you can't you can't you can't grieve properly when you understand what you lost you're not necessarily grieving okay that's that that's good because uh for me a lot of people ask me about like i said my mom passing away recently so um, I chose not to, to do her funeral because I don't do funerals. But at the same time, people still ask me, like, why did you go? And, you know, uh, they want to know why. So now I'm going to come to this podcast and I'm going to let my listeners get an idea of who I am. The reason I chose not to go to my mom's funeral is because I know that my mom's life was good. I know that my mom lived a good life. And me going to her funeral and me seeing her laying on a coffin, all that does is to, to me diminish who my who my mom really is. Uh, my mom was not a lady laying on a coffin. She was my mom. She was my friend. She was my provider. She was my teacher. So me watching her lay there, it would do me more harm than good. Now, by me saying that, I'm not telling no one not to uh, go to a loved one's funeral or not to go to a loved one's repad. Everybody grieving. Everybody take definitely their own matter. Um, I'm not doing this podcast to tell nobody that they was right or wrong for any choices that they make. We all make choices, and the choices that we make, we have to learn to live with them to best suit us. Um, I really did love my mom quite sure Curtis you cared dearly loved your father just as much as I loved my mom my grief 
I understand what you're saying. It's an everyday process. And I do process it every day, because every day I deal with something, every day I think about, you know, just something she would say. Um, a lot of people, my listeners don't know me, but people from my hometown and the people that have gotten to know me, I went to prison and my whole time in prison, I, I had one thing was just to get home to see my mom still alive and, and God allowed me to do that. So my grieving process is, I think about my mom and the good life. You know, I don't I don't get bitten out of shape about her being sick or, or her passing away or her not even being here because my mom lived a good life, you know. She passed away at 85, should have been 86. She died right before her birthday. So I don't grieve about her not being here. You know, I don't know if that makes any sense or not. You know, I don't grieve about her not being here. I take pride in knowing that the life that she lived, she lived a good life. <laughs> it made plenty of sense because like you say, she lived a good life. So you 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 remember in the good times, you remember yeah. in the positive, positive energies and, and vibes y'all had. Before when you go back to, you know, that 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 last ride they call it when you when you land them the rest. That is it's kinda it's kinda like one of them catch twenty two moments because you're trying to forget the, that you, you you gotta grieve, like you're trying to forget, like, okay, I just lost my loved one, but at the same time it puts you back in a in a, a negative place because you got to watch that that casket close and now you back all over again you know it's 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 not a it's not a settling feeling because you that's not what you want to see you know i want to remember the good things but then i got to watch this casket close and it's like hey i'm back in the grieving stage when i know they lived a good life i know you know but it's just something about seeing that thing close and it just it messes with you mentally so uh curtis by me working with you and talking to you, we have discussed your dad on numerous occasions. So tell me, what was what is one of the things or a couple of things that you really miss about your dad not being present? The presence, the knowledge, the wisdom. I mean, it's, it's, it was always a, a constantly teaching moment. It, it, it was never... A, it was never a dull moment. It was, it was, it was humbling, but it was teaching. Everything, everything, and every question had a lesson in a. In a it just had a lesson behind it. Like you know, he wasn't gonna ask you no question that you didn't have to think about. Kind of like how you do. He wasn't gonna teach you nothing that you didn't have to have a question behind it. Like you know, everything was a, a lesson, but also it's just the presence of you know, knowing whenever you got something going on or you feeling some type of way you can go there when that person gone you 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 kind of lost you don't have nowhere to go you know and that's when you get sunk back into that grieving stage because you remember like dang ain't got nowhere to go you know i don't i don't i don't got my friend to talk to i don't got my buddy to you know just go for a ride with it's 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 it, it keeps you in a mind state where the only way you want to remember them is trying not to remember them if that makes sense yeah I, I i really do understand what you're talking about because with me living in spartanburg and my family's originally from churroll south carolina um now when i go back home there's a big difference you know there's there's a void there 
you know, even when I would go home sometime, it was like I would go in my mom's house and see her and I'm going to be there five or 10 minutes, but it just being in her presence made the trip worthwhile, you know? Um, so now it's like when I go home now, I can even go to her home. It is, we call it cross the track. And once I go across the track, you know, when I get to that track, then I realize she ain't there. There's this void. So with me riding down that road, yeah, going to a house, yeah, you know, it's like, here's this long mile. I had to say the green mile yeah. from the railroad crossing to my mom's house. Yeah. That's that green mile for me. Like, oh man, you know, like she ain't here. And so, but um, I still go, they, it's different. You know, about I, I still got brothers and sisters and nieces and nephews in that area. So, but it is different, you know. And I find myself battling with that. Cause now, like for real, sometimes as soon as I get to Chirol, now I get to my hometown. It's like, oh wow, I'm here now, I'm ready to go. <laughs> you know, I could be there five minutes. Yeah. It, it, it's about me going to my hometown, but once I get there. Wow, I done been there too long, you know. I'm bored, it's time for me to go. Yeah. So now it's more like the struggle with me is more like finding some kind of norm. You understand what I'm yeah. saying? Finding some kind of norm in my hometown. Or, and cause I got kids and grandkids there, but it is a big difference going there. My mom is not there. So I struggle a lot of times not going home, just find making a normalcy. You know to go there without her being there so i do understand what you're saying about the presence because the, the presence make a big difference so um i do understand how people be grieving so we all grieve different and we all de grieve at different times and different amounts of grief so i'm not no uh doctor i'm not no counselor or nothing we're just here to Hold a conversation, talk about some real choices. That way, I was, when I go, when you say, when you say, you know, crossing that track, you, you get to your mind like, you know, you don't really want to do it. Yeah. That's what I was, I was saying when I said, uh, when I say you, you, you want to forget. You, you try not to forget, but you want to forget. You're like yeah. you, you're not really wanting to forget, but you, you cope with it and you learn how to deal, so you get in a happy place. So when you see those memories you don't want to deal with it because like okay i don't want to i don't want to go backwards in that grieving stage like i'm good right now i've made peace with it so it's not necessarily saying forgetting i just wanted to clarify that because yeah, you never forget yeah. but you you want to you know you want to stay where they would want you to stay you don't want to keep reverting back to grieving all the time because you can torment yourself at that moment now yeah. you know it's, it's not even about them you being selfish now because nine times out of ten everybody that lived a good life has gone you couldn't pay them to come back so why keep tormenting ourselves with grieving? You know, oh, woe is me. I wish they would come back. Or if I could have one more day, like they wouldn't have. They wouldn't want one more day. You know, they, <laughs> they good. They you know they they where they want to be. You couldn't pay them to come back. So I just wanted to clarify that, like not saying like you just want to forget them. Yeah, but you, yeah. I understand. You what get you're in saying, that good yeah. state, so you try to stay there. You know. Yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. Um, because like like me though. Um. Uh. You know, people be saying, you know, like you shedding no tears and all this. And my thing with my mom was, why would I cry over something that I know for a fact that my mom lived a good life? She didn't want for nothing. You know, she didn't need nothing in life. You know, she had a lot of 
us knuckleheads around her, giving her, giving her grief all the time. And, and you know, and I watched my mom raise 12 kids of her own, adopted three. So that's 15 head of kids. And then we're talking about the grandkids and the great grands. And so, you know, I'm not sad about my mom. You know, now what makes me sad and what really makes me grieve is the, the ones that she left behind and they don't understand the magnitude not yet her her past. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. they running along, running along, living life, living life and and not really taking the time to realize that the major of this family is gone. You know, I have a I have a, a couple, two older aunts, but my older aunts got their own families. You know what I'm you know, trying to understand what I'm saying? You know, they got their own family. So my mom is the major aunt to, to my family. You know, that's my kids' grandmother and great-grand and great-great-grand. And for those that didn't really get the opportunity to know her, you know, yeah. I, feel, I feel somewhat sorry for that. And that's what makes me grieve. You know what I'm saying? Because um, you have all this wisdom and knowledge at your hand and you choose not to take advantage of. And so my, my grief is more for things that are alive now that my mom passed. You know, I do grieve about having to come to work every day. <laughs> <laughs> you know. But I think I think you more so got like two kinds of grief. You got grief where people just, you know, more so feel sorry for the way they carried on when the person was living. Then you got to grieve what people learn and they go out and, you know, they educate others, you know, and I yeah. feel like that's what we're doing right now, educating others because we could be off on the deep end, you know, doing God knows what, but here we is making a podcast to talk about everyday issues, you know? Yeah. So I feel like we, we grieving, but we found a positive way to grieve. Yeah. Okay. I can, I can understand that. Um, we have another co-worker in the house, Big Kenny, but uh, Big Kenny said he gonna lay back and he gonna stay out of this this first podcast. No, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna let him just get away. Kenny, at least introduce yourself. Say something, Big Kenny. Come on, Big Kenny, say something, man. You in the house? <laughs> He's a little shy, but uh, one time I guess, for blasting gang. One time for blasting gang in the house. We gonna we gonna get something out of him one day. Um, hopefully one day soon. So we gonna um, try to make this this uh, podcast a regular thing. Um, like I said, it's birds real choices. We plan on talking about real topics, real issues, and the sky's the limit. Um, here's the here's the thing. Like I said, we are. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a counselor. I just want to have some real conversations. You know, that's all. Let's let's be for real with one another. Yes, I sir. mean, yes, we're going to try to do something on every topic that or you can get in touch or or email or whatever and give us a topic. But all we ask is you keep your response respectful because you never know who may be listening or reading. So um, real topics on real issues about real people with no names disclosed. We can do this. That's how we're going to get down. Yeah, we can do this. We can do this. So don't be don't be afraid about bringing your stuff to the air you know so we'll discuss it there is no bad topic you know we're not here to 
that caters you right or wrong. We're just having open topics, open conversations, and open discussions. Yes, sir. <laughs> Y'all go check out my podcast too, dropping every Wednesday. Model Man Speaks. It's Way. deep. It's deep. Model Man Speaks. We gonna uh, get this new podcast off the ground. Like I said, the listeners. I appreciate y'all listening to me and give my boy Curtis a shout out for his for my first podcast and he helping entertain. I, I appreciate it. I think we did pretty good. We did pretty good for yeah, the first time, Kurt. Yeah. yeah. Kind of little scared, but we did pretty good. Yeah. yeah. But I think we did pretty yeah. good, though. You know, we yeah. touched on a, a very deep but sensitive topic that a lot of people scared to speak on, and that's what we need more of. Um, this Birds Real Choice podcast gonna try to put out at least two podcasts a week. Um, we gonna try. I got my grandson, my oldest grandson, and my youngest grandson uh, up here at my house for a few weeks or whatever. So my next podcast will be live with me and my oldest grandson, and that gonna be interesting. <laughs> He's twenty one. He got his own concept about stuff, but I love him, and I think we're going to have a real great time. Me and him sitting down shooting the boat, and so I'm asking my listeners, my new followers, join in. Peace out. Love y'all. Blessings. Blessings.